Welcome to episode 9. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode we are going to talk about some new happenings in the Chaser's newsreel, Derek and Mindy's must-do Walt Disney World experiences you might not think about, in the Chaser's Tidbit, and eating at the Liberty Tree Tavern at the Magic Kingdom and the Chaser's Restaurant Review. Let's jump right into the Chaser's Newsreel. And these stories come from DisneyParks.Disney.Go.com. Hello there. Um, I am going to start with buses featuring even more character joined Disney transportation. So earlier in the summer, they brought out some new looks for the Walt Disney World buses, including the Sensational Six, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Hit the Roadways. Since that time, this author constantly finds herself smiling back at the big, bright, and colorful designs, which I think we saw maybe one when we were there over the summer. I think we saw the Pluto one. Or two, one. It was the Pluto and one. And they were really, they were big and colorful, and they did make you smile. So it's pretty neat that they're upgrading the buses. They have some other characters in these pictures. There were some Moana characters. There were some Lion King characters. So I think they have just some of the Disney films. Lion King, Mike and Sully from Monsters, Moana. So it's pretty neat. Oh, and they will be having Frozen and many more. So also with the update on the buses, there's some plugs that you can charge your phone with, which is pretty nice. As long as you have the cord, there's outlets. U yeah, they got the USB uh, plugs that are now going to be um, in the buses and the, the charging ports. So that's pretty neat. Um, new blue seats and laminate floors throughout are also going to be on the buses. So that's pretty nice. Um, it looks like maybe in between two seats, there'll be the the charger port. So if you are lucky enough to get a seat, you can charge your phone, which is pretty cool. I think it's going to be a really nice add. They're constantly trying to update the bus fleet. And there's going to be a lot of the resorts that still use uh, the bus transportation because, you know, the, um, the Skyliner is not going to go through every single resort. The buses are still going to be the primary uh, um, mode of transportation on, on Disney World property. So, But I think it's great that they're doing that and they realize that, uh, you know, especially with as much as they have um, revamped the, the My Disney Experience app and how much um, emphasis they have put on you know the tech piece and making sure that you know you have your smartphone to to be able to do a lot of the things now before you even get into the park it makes a lot of sense that they would uh, um, have the chargers on the buses and uh, kind of get that up to speed with uh, the way uh, the industry is going and everything's mm -hmm. changing uh, in society definitely <clears throat> the next article in the chasers newsreel is uh, um, more details on the Enchanted Rose, a new lounge coming to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And uh, for those that don't know, where this space is going to be is um, this is replacing the Meisner's Lounge over at uh, the Disney's Grand, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And I think uh, Mindy and I have been to Meisner's a couple of times. And while it was really kind of nice and small and quaint, um, what they're going to be doing by putting this overlay on it, it I think it's going to be something really special and I think it's going to be a much needed upgrade in my humble opinion and uh, um, it's going to be located on the second floor of the lobby reimagined lounge and it's going to be called the Enchanted Rose and will celebrate the magic and romance of Disney's popular live-action movie featuring four unique spaces inspired by Belle and the Beast and I'll stop there just for one second Meisner's was really just one location and they're also t uh, they also are taking away I think from they had a, um, a shop that was next to where Meisner's is mm. so they're like they, they moved that out too and now they're like building this you know four uh, wow. you know four different uh, unique spaces which I think is going to be awesome, but uh, you'll find the charm and elegance around every corner. The lounge includes a chandelier inspired by Belle's flowing ball gown, as well as a formal library that will showcase classical Baroque designs 
and French furnishing. A garden room will take its inspiration from the enchanted forest surrounding the castle, and an outdoor patio will evoke the romance of Beast's Garden Terrace. Um, and cool. the Enchanted Rose will feature a delicious menu with a variety of shareable bites. Snack on an art artisanal cheese selection with pine nut bread and raisins, or enjoy an exquisite dish of white sturgeon caviar served with egg timbale cream frioche in chives. So they're getting a little bit uh, sophisticated. However, they do kind of have some uh, good old uh, Americana. In addition, you could try the mini smoked short rib sliders with uh, glacier blue cheese and onion marmalade on brioche buns. Or if seafood is more your style, you can order the Espelet pepper spice shrimp or octopus la plancha with black olives, blistered tomatoes, no black olives for this guy, and fingerling potatoes. There's also the crab and nacchetti gratin, which comes with jumbo lump crab, Nicchetti Sardi, <laughs> Rabiola Bacina Marnay, and citrus breadcrumbs. Wow. Breadcrumbs. Wow. For this Midwest guy, there's a lot of uh, fancy uh, fancy words here on this here menu. No, I'm just playing. But uh, it, the, the pictures of these. Definitely elegant. Definitely elegant. Um, the sliders look actually quite, quite tasty. And, you know, I like blue cheese and the onion marmalade. So that would be kind of a good taste tasteable bite but the other options that they're gonna have that I and I know that uh, Mindy's had these before truffle fries are really good so they're gonna have truffle fries as well as a house made flatbread pizza which would be what Mindy would be getting featuring charred broccolini seasonal mushrooms fennel sausage ricotta salada and uh, tomato confits so and then of course being a lounge they're gonna have on the beverage menu it's gonna be a selection of a variety of different kind of cocktails and martinis, as well as spirits, beer, cider, and even a few non-alcoholic options for guests of all ages. The featured cocktails include beverages such as the Island Rose with grapefruit and rose vodka, lime, orget, pineapple, bitters, and rose water. And then you can also sip on the Lavender Fog, dry gin, cream de violette, English breakfast tea, vanilla and cream, or the Garden Daisy, tequila, Midori lime, egg white, and cucumber. The lounge will also be pouring an extensive collection of wine and champagne by the glass. Hmm. Um, and uh, the pictures that they got, um, it's really kind of cool. They have like uh, oh, a vase with some roses in it. And it looks like they're going to be serving the drinks on kind of like a, how would you describe that, Mindy? It almost looks like a mirror. Mm. But it's a tray. Maybe it maybe it isn't a mirror. Maybe it's just the picture. But the, it's like a it's kind fancy. Of a, you know, it's uh, kind of like the way some of the stuff on Beauty and the Beast was a little more fancy. I feel like. And then the non-alcoholic options include a garden cocktail, which is a non-alcoholic spirit, lime juice, agave nectar, and soda, as well as a B and B, B squared, fresh brewed iced tea, lemon, blueberry, and basil, mm. or basil. And rosemary cooler, abuela lemonade, vanilla, and rosemary. The Enchanted Rose will open this fall at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Cool. And uh, they do not have a date yet besides it's going to be in the fall. This is definitely something I think we're going to check out uh, the next time that uh, we go and we're in the uh, Grand Floridian. Mm -hmm. I like how it's going to be kind of open to the four different rooms or the four different themes as well. I, I'm sure people have done this all the time. I don't know how comfortable I would have been bringing the kids to Meisner's Lounge. Um, I thought it was like before. A, before, what do you think? Well, we brought one of we brought our oldest yeah, one time, and that was fine. He was fine that's in right, there. We did do that. Um, there, there's a lot of fancy stuff, so you definitely want to make sure your kids are going to behave. They may not appreciate it so much, but I still think it's kid everything is kid friendly. They're not like going to say, you know, you can't. And I think right. our oldest would appreciate some of the decorations cuz it's inspired really by Beauty the movies. The so, I mean, he, he appreciates that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, older kids, obviously not little ones. Um, so Anyway, moving on. Take a first look at the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind vehicles. So they're showing us what these vehicles look like. At the D23 Expo, they announced Chairman Bob Chapek unveiled new details around Epcot's Guardian of the Galaxy 
Cosmic Rewind, a family-friendly friendly storytelling coaster. It features a groundbreaking ride system that with vehicles that rotate 360 degrees and can even do a reverse launch. Pretty cool. They're going to show us a closer look at this out-of-the-world ride system. And um, there's a video that was attached to it, and the actual um, the actual riding vehicles themselves, uh, they're they they um, with them being 360, it, it kind of the vehicles ride with what is going on. They're constantly moving back and forth, and um, they're calling them an um, an omni coaster ride system. And what that means is that the ride system goes where eyes are directed while the story is happening around hmm. you. And instead of whizzing by the action, the system will fully immerse you in the attraction story uh -huh. from the minute you take off. It's, it's a really cool, different take on it because, you know, your, your typical ride vehicle, it's just your go on a roller coaster. Your go, they might stop you somewhere for you to see something. Or if, you know, like kind of like, you know, on Expedition Everest, before the, the you start going backwards, you reach the top where the tracks are ripped up and then you stop and then you go back. So that's kind of what they do is, you know, on a lot of the other roller coasters that we've been on, it seems that when they're trying to immerse you in the story, it's when you're stopped or going up a hill, kind of like before you do the drop on Splash Mountain. You know, just it's the constant, the story's kind of going up around you, but this is going to be a little bit different to where, you know, everything, it you're, you're kind of moving in your vehicle. And I kind of look at it too, kind of like how you can spin around on a Buzz, uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. Same type of thing where you can go all the way around 360 degrees, except instead of having to take the joystick and move it around yourself, it's going to move it for you mm -hmm. as you go. So I think this is awesome. That's um, and I and I love and I love the Guardians. Um, I love how they're putting the Gar Guardians of the Galaxy in over at Epcot. And we had mentioned on our uh, last episode or the episode before. Um, that this is going to be in the section where they already have Spaceship Earth, and then they're going to have the new uh, uh, restaurant that's space themed. Uh -huh. So they're they're putting this in a space theme area yeah, in Epcot. Sense. So it all it all kind of runs together. I know some people are like, well, how does Guardians of the Galaxy have anything to do with Epcot? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously being from the galaxy and being kind of you know space themed, I just think it's cool how they have found a way to intertwine that. And everything in that section is space oriented. And so, it gives a fan who's maybe yeah, not so much into yeah. classic Disney type entertainment, somebody who's into the more, you know, the action type movies, it, it gives them something to look forward to. And we know for sure that it is going to be open in time for the 50th anniversary, which is in 2021. But what part of 2021? That's yet to be, uh, um, you know, but it's it's coming along. That's neat. I mean, they're really uh, putting it together, and uh, there's constant updates that you can see. As uh, I know, a lot of the um, YouTubers, the vloggers, they're constantly showing updates as uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is being built. Awesome. Disney Kids, Disney Characters, a highlight for little ones. So this is not necessarily something new, but just this author's take on um, if you need something for the little ones to get them excited about Disney, don't forget if they are not afraid of them and if they are interested, you know, get them interested in seeing the characters. Um, she says, if you ask a child to name a favorite Disney vacation memory, I'm sure meeting characters is at the top of their list because you always see kids meeting characters. They Nine times out of ten, they have autograph books and cameras. Parents are wanting to get a picture. You know, the kids um, are ready to get their autograph book signed. There's tons of characters. Pals like princesses, such as Tiana, Cinderella. Um, there's also Belle and Rapunzel and Moana. And these are all just well, Moana's Magic, not all the time. And these time, are just but, all at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, all these characters. That, oh, that they're talking about? Yeah. All right, Magic Kingdom. Well, um, I was just thinking of some of the princesses yeah. that you can meet at different times. Um, I was trying to think who the other one was that Annabelle was excited about. But anyway, um, also Elena. Elena. Maybe I did. Maybe I left her out. But maybe yeah, you did Elena. And then also besides the princesses, they have Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. Um, they have 
they have so many locations. They have like the Town Square Theater up at the front. They have Pizza Lee Sideshow. They have Ariel's Grotto. Um, they have Bud Light, Buzz Lightyear. I mean, they have characters everywhere. And it's a big deal for grown-ups, too. You'll see grown-ups in line. They're, you know, they've got their autograph books. Or maybe it's a picture frame, you know, mat where they want all the characters to sign. Right, so, and Adventureland is like Jasmine and Aladdin, and there's there's a lot of characters at Magic Kingdom. There's also a lot of characters at Epcot, but um, our kids, you know, Annabelle only being five years old, you know, she's into the characters, but our oldest uh, um, son, Owen, I think out of the three of them, he was the one that has always been really into mm-hmm. the characters, um, would always fill up his autograph book when we yeah. would go. And we've got so many really cool pictures that yeah. are like really good memories. And I think it's something I want to throw out there too. I realize that sometimes when families go, it's not always conducive to be able to uh, purchase the memory maker. While the memory maker is great, um, they will take a picture yeah. with your phone for yes, you. Yes, they will. So if, if you can't afford the memory maker, I don't want people to think that they can't go up there and still get uh, a picture or have that interaction for their children. Yeah. Or I, I even want to take a step back and say, you know, a lot of us are just big kids at heart too. There's nothing wrong, in my opinion, if you're an adult and you want to go up and meet the characters as well. I mean, it's, they took you pictures know, of us. I mean, with yeah. Them. I mean, you're at Disney. You're having a good time, and everyone has what they like. And if it, you know, and there's there's nothing wrong if you know. If, if you like, you know, getting pictures and that that's your thing, that I think that's cool. They'll interact with the adults just as much as they'll interact with the kids. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, sidetrack this, uh, this article that we're talking about, but the character interaction is one of the funnest parts, I think. I mean, it's, it's part of the experience yeah, it is. of going to Disney World and... Uh, I, we always have so much fun, you know, watching it through the kids' eyes, and then the few times that you know we we have interacted with them as well, or just watching other people interact with them. It's 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 a really neat experience. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I don't want people to think that oh I don't have Memory Maker, so I better not go up there. And they will if if as long as you have a pen, they'll pretty much sign. You know, within reason, they'll sign anything. I mean, you yeah. don't have to have the official have autograph book either. One time we brought just like a note cards. They were like right. a, like a little notebook of note cards, like index cards on a notebook. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Disney autograph book. And I've seen people, and I kind of want to do this in the future actually, is they have like a mat for a photograph, like a white photo mat. And then they'll have all the characters sign this photo mat. And by the time you're done, you've got a... A photo mat and you can have like your favorite picture of that trip and you've got all those signatures around it and it's just something different a different way to remember it and um, it's pretty neat I just think it's it's something to remember your trip there and just another idea if you want to have something that's Disney memorabilia that they put their signatures to that won't cost you any money grab a park map Grab oh, yeah. a park map, map, map and have them sign next to where you met them on the park map. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. going to cost anything. You know, try to be a little bit creative, but I want everyone to experience it. If you get into the parks, don't don't feel like you have to have something in order to do this kind of an experience. You really don't. Or you don't even have to take a picture. My goodness. Yeah, you can literally go that's up true there too. and um, Just interact talk with them, them that's true talk too. to them, and then move on. I mean... Whatever you want. And they will, just so you know, they do have the uh, uh, photographers that are there. If you don't have the memory maker, worst case scenario, they might ask, hey, do you already have, um, if you have a band on, just let them touch your band, even if you're not going to buy it. It's just part of the, you know, part of the process. No big deal. It's not a big deal. Or just tell them if, if it's more comfortable, hey, I don't have memory maker, just please take a picture with my phone. They, uh, um, it's their job. They're not going to think anything of it one way or the other. But um, we have several different souvenir books. And then it got to the point where Owen's like, I don't want a souvenir book. He would just bring up, you know, kind of like uh, he would make his own character yeah, autograph he book. He's and made he his would, own And he would draw pictures and just, you know, and then like Mindy was saying, the note cards. Um, I think we've done about just about everything under, under the sun at mm-hmm. some point with uh, getting uh, um, the autographs 
um, while while we're uh, visiting the characters. But uh, the characters are a big part, um, especially if you do any of the special shows, kind of like Mickey's Not So Scary or um, the, the the Christmas Party as well. Um, characters are a big part of the parks, so don't be afraid to get in there and uh, get a picture or just have an interaction if you want a mental mental uh, memory uh, image from uh, your trips to the parks. Anything else you want to add on that, Min? No. I just wanted to kind of I, I've that. really loved meeting characters yeah. with the kids. That That is one of my favorite things, hands down. Okay, um, that is going to do the uh, take care of the news for this week. Uh, I know last week we jumped into Star Wars and that turned into quite the lengthy uh, um, discussion, but this week I just, you know, a little bit lighter on the news side. Most of the weeks will be, but there's not going to be a new land every week. But uh, these were the, some really good articles that uh, Mindy and I came across this week that we wanted to kind of dive into and kind of piggybacking a little bit off that came the idea for this uh, week's uh, Chasers tidbit and that is uh, Derek and Mindy's must do Walt Disney World experiences you might not always think about or you might not know about for that matter. Um, I'll let you kick it off Mindy with number five. So these are just five things that Derek and I have come up with um, just some fun ideas for memories when you go on your vacations um some of these things we kind of stumbled on by accident some of these things we set out to see because we heard about it um so number five this would be um on an epcot evening maybe if you don't want to get caught up in the front of the park right and you just want to kind of go to the back of the park you can walk out the back entrance of epcot by world showcase so, like, if you're watching Illuminations or the next, what whatever Illuminations is changing to a new title. Anyway, the fireworks show at night. When you watch that show, you can walk out towards the boardwalk. I think it's the International, um, the International Gateway, I think is what it it's is. It's called International Gateway. You and can go a couple different ways. Um, if, if you're walking through um, the United Kingdom and you just keep on going straight... You'll head out, or if you're coming in from France, you go over the bridge and you hang a left, and it'll take you straight out. And, and it's also where the boats are to get to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and if you like, don't know where to go, just ask a cast right. member. Just know that you want to be going through World Showcase, and like he said, more towards like past, past um, United Kingdom, towards like France, and it's the other way to get out. And instead of going on the friendship boats, you turn left right. over that bridge, and it'll take you to the boardwalk. You can go another way, I think, and head towards Beach Club. Yeah, no, If, if once you walked but out... But if you yeah. hang a left, you're yeah, going yeah. towards once, boardwalk. Once you get out of Epcot, and you're totally out of Epcot altogether, if you keep on going straight, you're going to walk right towards the Beach Club and the Yacht Club. If you hang a left, it's going to put you onto the boardwalk. Yeah. So this is something we decided to do in the evening. Um, we walked out on the boardwalk. We looked around, and we had our kids with us this trip. We decided, let's go into ESPN because the boys were intrigued by, like, the pictures on the outside of, like, the different sports players. And everything on the boardwalk is lit up at it's night. It's so and, and pretty. It's kind of, would you kind of, like, say it's kind of, I mean... Well, you see the lake over here, and you're walking on like the bridge it's kind of like the a boardwalk. fair or something. It has it, this kind of like sort of uh, carnival uh, theme, carnival type theme type. And the lights, the way it just lights up at yeah. night, and it's really pretty. There's so much to see. I mean, and we stumbled upon ESPN. You don't have to do that, but you know, it was evening. We didn't really have like a big supper because we kind of snacked around like right. World Showcase, and the kids were hungry, and so we're like, let's go to. Let's try this ESPN out. And then it kind of became a tradition. And the boys are like, are we going to go to ESPN? So now that's been something that we do um, on an Epcot evening. I mean, and there's ice cream places you can go. There's, there's a margarita pizza by the slice. down there. There's pizza by the slice. There's the um, um, abracadabra. And then there's also um, Tratura Al Forno's there, Flying yep. Fish. There's a lot. Uh, they if, if, <laughs> if you like to dance, there's Jelly Rolls. Um, there's there's the uh, um, the other microbrewery that we haven't had a chance to try out mm -hmm. yet. Um, yep. That's also there. Um, or if you just want to go. Big River. That, yeah. That. True. 
Or if you just want to go and walk around and walk see around. things, and maybe you just want to sit. They have like these really like what are those, those chairs? Those bikes that people are going on. Oh, they have those too. Siri bikes or something. Yeah, what they call that Siri bikes. Yeah. Um, they have like these chairs you can sit in, um, that are just like comfortable chairs. We tend to take a minivan back to the resort from there. You could get an Uber. Um, or you could Uber like if, you too, want. if you want. You, do it a little you bit will cheaper. have to find a different or, mode of transportation because right. if you do that, unless you go early enough and then go back into Epcot to take yeah. bus transportation. But we just. But get it was a, worth it. We to get us. out of. We watch the show, and then it's just like we just. We can leave Epcot, get out before it gets crazy, you know, leave that way because everyone else has to head the opposite direction. Yeah. And we kind of leave, like, right before the, the show's about to be done. Yeah. And so we're like, you know what, let's just go, get out before it gets kind of crazy. And even if you stay to the end, you're so close to the exit, you can get out right away. Um, but we have always just found it to be a really good time. And like Mindy I think said, in too, the last two years is when we stumbled upon it. And I yeah. will not regret that at all. And there's so much to do over there. Like Mindy said, the boardwalk. I mean, but then, you know, there's also Beach Club, Yacht Club. There's a Swan and Dolphin. Everything's in walking distance. And the Swan and Dolphin, I think, even they have some kind of special light show that they put on. Oh. And, you know, so. And if you just look, you just see everything. And there's. It's, it's just. It's just gorgeous. I mean, it really it's is. It's pretty during the day, but it's yeah, even it's, better at night. It's really cool at night. So that's our uh, number five. Um, number four on the list is uh, there is nothing. I'm not trying to be negative here, but uh, leaving the Magic Kingdom, going down Main Street USA after um, the fireworks show and when you know they're getting ready, even sometimes when they're, the park's not going to close, but there's the mad dash of everyone. Okay, the fireworks are over. Mm. It's now time to head towards the gates. Um, it's very that busy. That is not fun because you got strollers, then you got you got everything under the sun, and you know they do what they can on Main Street, but there's so many people that are crammed in like sardines that you're walking so slow. People are bumping into each other. What I like to do in that scenario is if the park is indeed closing, just, just try to sneak into Adventureland. Try to try to get over to Frontierland if you're on Main Street and just wait it out for a couple minutes and let the crowds die down a little bit. And then it's like a ghost town. And, and even if the rides are done and they're totally closed, they're not going to just kick you out right away. No. You can start strolling. Because um, people, as long as you're in line right, for the ride right. by closing, let's say the place closes at 9, as long as you go get in line for a ride at 9, 8.59, mm -hmm. then, then you still have to wait in line for that ride. So you've got 20 minutes or so. And sometimes those, you know, depending if it's like Snow White, you know, like yeah. if they're on the mine train or something So it's like going to be well after Seven the place closes train. before you but have to actually get out of there. When it gets real quiet, they, they do a couple neat things. They actually do have a projection that they put on Cinderella Castle. They have what's, you know, called the Kiss Goodnight that they do right at the end of the night where, you know, you get to hear like Mickey, you know, wishing you a good night. And then uh, um, they play some music and they have the projections on cinderella's castle which is really neat and we were just uh one night we were doing this and literally i think our middle son oliver because he's a hoot i think he was even like got on the ground for a second because it was like on main street usa and there was like no one around mm -hmm. we're taking pictures around everything and some of the best photos we've ever gotten at disney world came when we were just moseying around at magic kingdom after it already emptied out and there was one other time where i was just with mindy and we did that as well and it was just the two of us and it was the first day on our trip and we were so dog tired but when it was empty i'll never forget mindy's just like i know how tired you are derek let's just take this in because it was literally and the shops are still open too mm -hmm. on main street so it's kind of neat because everyone's gone the craziness is gone and you just kind of stroll through mm -hmm can take pictures see things that you're never going to see during the day because it's pretty neat when it's lit up at night there too so pretty and then there's not people that are like trying to hustle and bustle it's mm -hmm. just you kind of mosey on out so um that's our number four that's a good one our number three is at riverside um the, the port orleans riverside resort it's on certain nights not every night 
Um, it's an entertainment over there. It's called the River Roost. It's like a lounge. They have this amazing entertainer. His name is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. He's older, and I don't know how much longer he's going to be doing this, but my goodness, is he amazing. It says, you'll be on your feet when Yeehaw Bob Jackson rocks the roost with his wacky piano playing and singing. This guy has more energy than my middle son, Oliver. I mean, he's <laughs> he's standing on the stool. He's, you know, doing little dances. He's playing a bugle. I mean, he's getting the crowd involved. He is just so much fun. It says, a playful piano show for all ages, and it really is for all ages. Head over to this cozy club at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Enjoy boogie-woogie musical stylings and comedy from a local legend. Sing along to Disney standards. He sings Disney songs, also just random famous songs um, and kid-friendly songs. You might even get called up to participate in the show. It is just so much fun. And I want to say... One of the times we had Derek's grandma with us. Yes. She's 90, and she even and enjoyed it. And, and his aunt and uncle were there. And they were I all, mean, we yeah. all just were so entertained by this. His, his, uh, he'll do two sets. Uh, the first set, they're, they're normally about 90-minute sets each. And we've been there. We've seen Yeehaw probably four or five times. Probably. Um, we like him so much uh, that we've seen him. Four, yeah, about five times now. I think so. And uh, on our last trip, we saw him... Twice. twice twice this last time and he's just he's amazing now the the second set it is normally isn't as crowded as the first set yeah all the kids leave after the first set and then during this yeah it, it's pretty late and then the second set you know but he plays all the kind of like the disney songs and stuff and then the second set is kind of more um you know more kind of contemporary stuff like stuff from the 70s 80s and stuff like that 90s might be a little um, more adult oriented as you know and he always knows how to fill out the crowd but uh he's amazing and it, it and here's something that's really cool too at no cost and this is a really neat thing too a great souvenir our kids got these he actually has pictures of himself and he will sign mm -hmm. his picture and give you the picture at no cost and then you get a free souvenir and he'll say and, hey and, and he'll somebody take a, take a picture hey yeah. will you take a picture of us and so like and i got a picture, a picture with the kids with them and then he signed it and the, and they've they've got they each have like two two times where they've gotten his yeah. autograph and it's it's the coolest thing and he wears these like really cool outfits and funny ties he always wears the same thing yeah different the white colors shirt, different colors the different yeah. suspenders the tie and the yellow hat and then he's always taking that hat off because yeah. he's like he's bald and he's like and his he gets into it so much and i don't want to kind of ruin it but like i mean it's not really ruining it. his piano goes back and forth i've never seen a piano yeah his move. piano moves his piano moves back and forth he's jumping on uh his stool mm -hmm. and just like hooting and hollering yeehawing it and everything else and i will tell you you will not regret giving up an evening to experience this yeah. and once like i said before unfortunately you know he's not going to be able to play forever right um and he you actually cool thing is we got to talk to him he's actually from ohio yeah um and uh He's he he's amazing. Um, he just brings a smile to your face, mm -hmm. and I'll and I'll say this too: the food at River Roost very good is really good too. Um, I've I've tried their chicken wings. They got a really good Bayou Burger. Um, it's just everything about the River Roost in this show that Yeehaw puts on. Um, it gets crowded though. I mean, the River Roost is not a huge venue. I bet you they probably seat what one hundred one and a quarter in there. Something like that. Yeah, there's a room off to the side too, like Might an overflow like a lounge, room. Yeah. So I mean, if you if you want to see him that bad, you might want to get there a good half hour early. At I least, feel like yeah. maybe more. Um, and and I will say this: the kids didn't really want the food at the River Roost, and I walked over to good the point. food court at Riverside and got them their chicken nuggets or whatever they wanted, and. The waitresses were super nice. They didn't care. They were really cool. They were great and, about it. And this is just my opinion. Once again, this is just Derek's opinion. Take it for whatever it is. I think one of the reasons why they were cool about it, A, because it's Disney. B, we were still getting stuff yeah. from the menu. We were eating you know, and having drinks we and were, stuff. Exactly. So it's so not like we went to I drink like, water. You know, I'm, 
I, I would just kindly say that if you're going to bring in food from the, you know, over at, at the, the food court, the make food sure court, that you're getting their just, food just, too. Just get something from yeah, the waitress definitely, or the waiter. Definitely. I mean, I, I just, you know, I don't like telling people what to do, but, you know, these people are hustling. Yeah, and, they are. You know, that's how they're making their money. They so are I just, I guess I would just say. I just. Yeah. Meant for the kids. No, absolutely. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, and I'm glad you bring that up because there is nothing that's really kid friendly mm -hmm. on there. I'm just mentioning that if you're going to bring in the food from the food court, please yeah. order something. Right. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I mean, the waitresses are working really hard too. So anyway, it's a good, it's a good time. But uh, um, definitely, definitely check this one out. Um, we don't know, like Mindy said, we don't know how much longer uh, Bob's going to be playing, but it is a staple on our trips to make sure that we make it over to visit uh, Yeehaw Bob at Riverside. Um, the number two, and uh, we have watched it from both of these venues, watching Magic Kingdom fireworks from the California Grill or from the beach at the Polynesian. And I do want to do a real quick shout out right now. We actually have... Uh, friends that are um, visiting um, right now that are actually um, doing the um, doing the uh, just did the California Grill fireworks mm -hmm. so uh, just want to do a quick shout out to uh, Mandy and Drew um, and their girls that just got to experience that at the California Grill um, but it it's it's amazing you can both at both venues you can actually watch the fireworks and they pipe the music through so it's yeah. like, you know, you don't get to see the projections on Cinderella's Castle, but you get to see the fireworks. And now a California Grill, where you're going to watch them as the California Grill is, is up on, I think it's on the top floor, I, I believe. Well, take, it's really high up. Elevator. It's really high up at the Contemporary. But there's two ways. You, can, you just need to get a receipt to come back for the fireworks, but you don't have to eat at like eat at the restaurant at the california grill to be able to watch the you fireworks the you could go to the lounge get some drinks get an appetizer and then they'll give you the receipt and then you'll be able to come back later to watch the fireworks and that's uh um something that uh multiple people have done numerous times mm -hmm. um and been able to watch the california grill fireworks or what you can do is you don't have to and once again you don't have to be staying at these resorts to do this that's true at the polynesian um, the time we did it at the Polynesian, we were staying at the Polynesian, but um, going out on the beach mm -hmm. and watching those fireworks, um, and we watched it from the beach that is right by the main pool mm -hmm. at the Polynesian, and I remember we had went over and we, we each had a, um, an adult beverage, and we're just sitting there in the sand watching these fireworks go off with the music, the soundtrack, mm -hmm. and it just an amazing experience. Yeah. Just, and, and then another cool thing that you can see, too, is um, the electric water pageant yeah. that goes by before the fireworks go off. Um, and that is kind of like, an. Uh, a, um, I'll talk about the electric water pageant in another show. I really like it. It's the closest thing that's left at Walt Disney World to the Main Street Electrical Parade. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and it, it's its own little water pageant with some really cool old school uh, music, but uh, what do you want to add about this, Mindy? What did I leave out? Nothing really. I mean, I I think these are some great things to do if you're like either if you're not having a park day, if you're having just like a resort day, or maybe you just did a lot at the parks and you don't want to get caught up in all the crowds, and you're like, you know what? We've had a lot of fun at Magic Kingdom. Let's just take the monorail over to the Polynesian. And we can stand on the beach and watch it from there. And then it's kind of a little bit away from the crowds, I guess, is what I would think. Or, or well, for the California Grill, you have to definitely have a receipt to be able to do that one from that from right, that rooftop right. or whatever. But um, I feel like there's a place you can stand by the contemporary on the ground. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'd saw, have to look into that a little bit more. people have watched it from, like, the front. Like, you know, like I don't right know outside. how great of a view that would be, right. but, you know. Anyway, I feel like on a resort day, if you're trying to find something to do, it might be a good thing to do that. Um, and then the last one, I'll let you kick this one off, man. Number one is just people watch. And not in a negative way at all, but just take a step back. 
take a time out, take a breather, and just kind of watch what's going on around you. Um, there's magic. Other people are having magic, or maybe you're, you know, not having such great times with your family if the kids are being grumpy or what, <laughs> what have you. It's hot. It's crowded. It's busy. I mean, that is bound to happen. If you just look around, you are going to see other people in your shoes having some of the same experiences, and you're like, oh, you know, we're not the only ones, you know, right. having these kind of things happen. Or, oh, look, this these people have, like, uh, it's their 60th anniversary. They've got a pin on. Or, you know, oh, look at that little girl. It must be her first time meeting that character. How cool is that? Um, just little things that might make you smile or even just silly things that will, you know, laugh about. And it just, it makes you kind of take a break take it in and just relax and think, okay, we're not the only ones having, you know, frustrations or things like that. That's, that's a great, uh, overview of it because that's one of, this is definitely one of the favorite things that I like to do is just watch the magic through other people's eyes because I I know how I feel about it. But like you said, many, there's nothing cooler than seeing a, 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 a child seeing, you know, Mickey and Minnie Mouse for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or their look when they finally see Cinderella Castle for the first time. Even adults, it's like, oh my goodness. Like, mm-hmm. they turn around and they see the castle. And, yeah. and it's breathtaking. It really is. Definitely. And um, it's so cool to, to see other people having fun. And like I said, too, like Mindy was mentioning, or if you're just having a little bit of a rough go and you're like, my kids are being loud. Oh my gosh, you know, I, they're, they're making a scene. My kids, my kids. Then you look around and then you realize it's not just your kids. There's other parents and other people that are having the same, yeah. you know, where their kids, and they're, they're like, oh my goodness, my kids are being too loud or they're acting up or, or whatnot or whatever it may be. It's just, it's so much fun just to take a deep breath, take a step back, just get yourself recentered. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much to do. And, and I do want to say, too, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. There, there's a lot it going on. It is a stressful time. It, it, they're, they're, I mean, for as magical as what the parks are, it can definitely be, at times, a little bit on the stressful side. Especially if something goes wrong that you did not anticipate. Right. No one can control the weather. You know, and then trying to explain to a five-year-old why they can't go on their favorite ride because it's thundering is not always the you know the ideal and sometimes you know things things happen that are just out of your control that you can't you can't do anything about so um but yeah those are the you know the five things that we kind of came up with that uh um that you might not have known about or just uh that you did know about and you know maybe the next time that you're you know visiting walt disney world you know you can Try one of these five things that Mindy and I have gotten a lot of joy out of. Yep. Good okay. list, Derek. Good list. <laughs> okay, switching gears to uh, finish up the show today. Um, we're going to do a Chasers Restaurant Review. And we are going to go and stay right there at the Magic Kingdom. We've talked a lot about the Magic Kingdom today um, for one reason or another. And that is eating at the Liberty Tree Tavern. Um, the Liberty Tree Tavern is located in Magic Kingdom Park in Liberty Square. It is an American cuisine buffet slash family style casual dining. Um, they are open for both uh, lunch and dinner. And they start serving lunch at 11 and they serve dinner through 7 o'clock. And uh, it is described on uh, Disney's website as paying tribute to our founding fathers as you dine at this stately colonial style inn serving traditional New England inspired fare. And one of the cool things that they actually do, and they do take reservations 180 days out at uh, um, the Liberty Tree Tavern, is they ask you where you are from. So for us, it would be. Um, here he, here he, and they got this little bell, you know, the old, old school guy with the bell that they used to do in colonial, colonial times. Uh, the Chasers from Ohio, 
And so it's really cool. They're introducing every family, making you feel special, and saying the state that you're from because it, it's really cool. And obviously, there's going to be people eating here that are from not not from the United States. But you know, if you're from the United States, they'll say your state. Um, it's just it's just a really cool experience and sets the tone, I think, um, for the restaurant itself and uh, the different kind of food that you can. Uh, you know, look for, um, I mean, actually, it, you know, get ready for a classic American meal in one of six historically themed rooms. Since this is colonial themed, um, it is, it's uh, um, ba based off of back in time uh, to the days of colonial Williamsburg. And uh, um, they have different, uh, six different rooms that com commemorate uh, pivotal figures in the United States history. They got a Benjamin Franklin room, they got a Thomas Jefferson room, they got a John Paul Jones room, a Paul Revere room, a Betsy Ross room, and a George Washington room. So I think those are really cool how they have uh, all the different uh, uh, themed rooms. And Mindy, I'm going to let you kind of talk a little bit about the, the cuisine. So at lunchtime, you can order off a menu, but so it's not like a buffet like you're thinking you walk up and get your food that's not what it is you order off a menu but Family style. they well, bring it to you it depends yeah. i think at lunch it says you can get pot roast it, oh, it says you can get a cheeseburger so if i remember right you can order off the menu if you don't want the thanksgiving feast right but you don't have to get up they serve no, you. no they bring it to you so it's family family style from the it's standpoint family style they bring the food you, to you if yeah. you order like there's like this basically like thanksgiving dinner yeah. option if yeah. you order that they will bring you as much of whatever you order as you want like and they'll actually keep bringing i stuff think back. at lunch sometimes it's uh you get like you get a big platter but it's not bottomless and then the dinner is the bottomless. oh okay but i feel like they've always brought us you can ask anything. for it and they do they don't advertise it but it but they i remember you're right I remember the server just because being if like, we yeah, went, if right. we like had a lot, let's say we ate a lot of of the mashed potatoes, right. he might have said, "Here's some more mashed potatoes or whatever." So um, anyway, there's a menu at lunchtime. You can order different things, but there's also this fam famous like Thanksgiving meal, and then at dinner time, it is a full on family style feast. Right. All you care to enjoy. It's called the Patriots Platter. Um, it's got turkey, pot roast, pork roast. Um, and then it's got all the sides, like mashed potatoes, stuffing. and I, I want to say mac and cheese even. Mac and cheese, the stuffing. Um, stuffing. Rolls that come out when yeah. first. Salad. Yeah. They had yeah. salad at first. And then at food. the yeah. end, they have the amazing, <laughs> amazing ooey gooey toffee cake with caramel sauce and vanilla ice cream. And if the kids aren't interested in that, I think they just brought our kids ice cream. And, and, you know, one of the things, too, um, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there, something they've done in the last couple of years. This is one of the few locations at Magic Kingdom where you can have an adult beverage. Oh, yeah. You can, yeah. Um, and, you can have a drink. I, and I think um, I've had, uh, um, well, let's actually pull up the menu right now. Um, and for... See, I, and I, they do have that at lunch. And I want to—I—I I was wrong. Mindy was right. That's not the first time I'm going to say that, is it? But <laughs> for lunch, it is the all you care to uh, um, enjoy bill of fare as well. And the sides, we did pretty good. We just forgot the vegetables. Oh, we had everything yeah. seasonal vegetables, but we had everything else. Yeah. Um, and but um, along those lines, going. They down have a lot there. of options and. Uh, Oh, the kids. Why don't you talk about yeah. the kids? Because um, I think Annabelle got, they gave her ch uh, chicken nuggets, didn't they? I'm, she ate chicken nuggets That's like every thought. day. I know, but they got her chicken I'm nuggets. I'm pretty sure they gave them to her. Anyways, they have turkey, and I know Owen ordered that because um, he likes turkey. Oliver, I think he got the They've same thing. They've gotten spaghetti thing. there before. They didn't yeah. have it this last time. One other time we that were there, could, and I'm pretty sure be. they had spaghetti. They have oven roasted turkey for kids. That's $11. Seasonal fish, and I'm not sure... Is that like, is that like bread and right, fried right, fish right, or right. baked? I'm not sure. They have turkey pot pie, lobster roll, um, pot roast, pork roast, and meatless loaf. Mac and cheese as well. It's, I want to mention, it's like the fancy mac and cheese. And this is cool. They let them do Oh, the they have a two? create your own selections, choose two. 
Oh, maybe that's for the sides. Green beans, mashed yeah. potatoes, sorbet, ice cream sundae, seasonal vegetables, apples, fruit. So there's a lot for the kids there. And they have allergy-friendly menus. Just like, you know. As every restaurant yeah. does at Disney. But going for, for the adults, um, they have they have cocktails here. Mm -hmm. um, looks like you can get a mimosa. And then I know you got uh, Angry Orchard, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Which is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And there then Sam Adams. Um, so it, it's just, or you can get, you know, um, a, a wine by the glass. Or actually, I guess by the bottle for, for that matter. But it is kind of neat. You know, when we were having our meal, you know, Mindy and I each got a drink. And it was just kind of relaxing um, because I felt it was kind of cool to have like a Sam Adams and be in this colonial, mm -hmm. uh, you know, colonial yeah, back it backdrop. was it was really good food um, but it's we have been there now probably oh, four or five times over the years okay. and we don't go every trip but mm -hmm. we went this past trip every couple of years we seem to find our way back there yeah i don't um, feel like it's a must do i must go there every trip but yet right. i find myself going back there and it's it, while not cheap it's not like crazy um lunch is going to be a little bit cheaper um 15 to 35 bucks per adult for lunch and then the dinner is going to set you back 35 to 60 bucks if you get the, uh, the you know the bill of fare if you get the uh, um the patriot platter it's um, one one credit for the dining plan. yeah but it does take the um annual passport annual oh, yeah. pass holder discount so if you're an annual pass holder you can get the 10 percent off um so every little bit helps but mm -hmm. uh we we certainly enjoy it um like like Mindy said, will we go again? Yes. Is is it like if this is your only time ever going to Walt Disney World and you don't get to go to the Liberty Tree Tavern? Is it make or break? No, no. it's not. It is a good it's restaurant. It's nice, though. And in my humble opinion, as far as sit-downs... The food is really Magic good. Magic Kingdom... I mean, there's there, not there, a lot to choose from at Magic there, Kingdom there, for sit-downs. I mean, sit it is, in my opinion, the best sit-down at Magic Kingdom. That's just my opinion. Probably because we haven't tried out Beauty and the Beast yet. Well, Beast we've Castle. been there for we've been there for breakfast. Yeah, you're right. We but have, but right. but even then, I think I this food is really good. Yeah, and I mean, food for value, price for value. I just love the idea of like you know, it's like kind of like a cheat. It's like you get you get Thanksgiving twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, and you're you gonna be here. full. And yeah, that's true too. Though you are gonna be full, you're gonna have to definitely roll yourself out. But. Uh, I give it a solid eight out of ten. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Um, it's the you know, food is good. It, it's good. We keep on going back. We've always had great service too. Yeah. I, I want to throw that out Wonderful there too. Wonderful service. Um, we've always had really good service. Um, so I give it a solid solid eight. What do you think, Mindy? What would you give it? Maybe might even give it an eight and a half. I mean, I, I can't complain about anything. You know right. what I mean? So. Is it my favorite? It's not my absolute favorite, but it's very good. And, uh, um, so. well, that that's uh, the Chaser's Restaurant Review. And uh, with that, um, we are, again, at the end of the show. Um, if you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. If there's something that you want Mindy and I to talk about, we want to know about it. I mean, this is... We want this to be as interactive as possible. We want to answer your questions. We want you to ask us questions. We want you to um, come up with content you want Mindy and I to talk about. Um, because we want to make sure that we are hitting on what is of interest to the listeners. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.